coming up, fasting on Yom Kippur. Is it okay for our children? And what's in it for us? Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights that will make home life better. This week, I'm speaking with Rabbi Barrow Wein, the founder of JewishDestiny.com. Rabbi Wein, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. We are talking about Yom Kippur. Why is Yom Kippur considered the holiest day of the year? It's the holiest day of the year due to the fact that uh, the presence of God, so to speak, can more easily be felt on a day that we are freed from all of our bodily requirements. That's why we fast. Uh, that's why uh, we spend a great deal of time in the synagogue uh, in prayer it's, so to speak, the day that you have a personal interview with God, the day that uh, the Lord is close to you and you're close to God. And uh, therefore, uh, having uh, to uh, uh, have a regular schedule, so to speak, that makes it mundane, that takes away the specialness of it. It's the holiest day of the year because that day, uh, as uh, the Talmud puts it, we are all like angels. We are uh, separated from our physical desires and needs, and we have a chance to uh, speak to God. We have a chance to be a holy people. And uh, fasting uh, is uh, one of the physical methods uh, to escape our own bodies, to raise ourselves. That's why there's a tradition in the Jewish world that on the day of the wedding, the bride and the groom fast because they're entering, it's not just a physical relationship, they're entering into a relationship of souls, and souls don't have to eat, so to speak. So uh, Yom Kippur is the one day in the year that we are, given this opportunity, and uh, that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is it's the one day in the year where, so to speak, we can wipe the slate clean. We can admit the things that we did that were not so perfect. You know, people think that, uh, you know, I'm a good person, so if I'm a good person, what do I need it for? Well, it depends on your definition of good. Right. We all have uh, probably uh, a lower standard for ourselves than we do for others. But uh, Right, we can always justify. Right, I can <laughs> rationalize anything I do. Mm -hmm. But uh, look, the other guy cut me off the, in the, on the driving lane, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill him if I catch him. <laughs> uh, so uh, Yom Kippur is the day of... Uh, forgiveness. God says, let's start over. What happened last year was last year. We're going to forgive you for everything. Now start over. Don't fall into the same trap again. And all of us have weaknesses that we are aware of. And no matter how good a person we are, we are all subject to weaknesses, to temptations, to foolishness, to pettiness, Let's try and be better. 
Very nice. Uh, we think of the one of the ways that Yom Kippur is understood is that it's the day of atonement. Atonement. So what a word. How can we help our kids understand what atonement is? Well, I think children can understand uh, if they misbehave in the house and uh, their parent is angry at them. I think that that's the most severe punishment. That you don't have to, God forbid, uh, lay a hand on the child. But just the awareness of the fact that the parent is dissatisfied with you is itself the greatest punishment. Mm -hmm. So when the parent and the child are reconciled, that's atonement. When the child comes and sits on the lap again and the parent embraces the child and says, uh, you know, uh, and then the child also has to realize that you don't do it again. You just don't do it again. It's not worth it. Right, right. And another word for Yom Kippur is that it's the day of repentance. So how can we help our kids understand what repentance is? Repentance is self-improvement. Is the fact that uh, we grow in life. Uh, people who are the same at 50 as they were at 20 really miss the boat. And we're always trying to improve ourselves. We're trying to know more. We're trying to be better. We're trying to influence others. We're trying to raise a family. We're trying to be more successful in our professions, etc. It's self-improvement. So there's just as there's self-improvement in monetary matters, in professional matters, there's also a self-improvement in personality. Not to be the same idiot that I was when I was a teenager. And uh, that's the idea of repentance. I regret being so foolish. I will not be that foolish again. And I want to be a better person. Right. It makes me think that uh, on Yom Kippur, when we're in the mood and we're physically there, these are very lofty ideas that we have on Yom Kippur. But there's also the chance that, wow, the next day or in, a, in the weeks to come, when we're down from the clouds of, so to speak, of Yom Kippur. Yeah, but once, once you get up there, yeah. uh, the average is raised. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't sink as low as you were before. We may not be able to attain the heights of Yom Kippur every day of the year, but going through a Yom Kippur in a meaningful fashion... And I, I knew people that came to the synagogue and went to sleep in the morning and they woke up when it was all over. That's not Yom Kippur. But if, in a meaningful fashion, we experience Yom Kippur, so even if I come down from the heights, I'm not going down as low as I was mm -hmm. before Yom Kippur. Yeah. The average is raised. Beautiful. Kids hate to miss even one meal. So how do we prepare them for fasting before they're actually required to fast? Well, I think that children love a challenge, and they love to be uh, adults. And so you tell them, you know, you're going to fast four hours. You don't okay. tell them you're going to eat lunch. Okay. You're going to fast four hours. You're going to fast six hours. You're going to fast. And then they brag to each other, I fasted eight <laughs> hours, I fasted 10 hours. So mm -hmm. that fasting becomes not a chore, but an achievement. Mm -hmm. And once it becomes an achievement, then people realize its importance. That's very nice. Do you think, uh, do you think that children should at least attend Kol Nidre service, young children? Depends how young. I mean, if they're two years old, it's right. a waste of time. Right, right. But uh, six, seven years old, uh, yeah. 
to at least attempt. Yeah. Right. Great. I think so. Thank you so much, Rabbi Wine, for talking to us about My Yom pleasure. Kippur. My pleasure. Thank you. And for more about the holiday of Yom Kippur, check out H.com. Thanks so much for listening. Wishing everybody a meaningful Yom Kippur. Thank you.